Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live Third Parties podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc., a third party's books publisher, sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Greetings, Charles. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. How's it going with you? Oh, uh, not bad. Just as a housework today. Just got done cutting the grass. Excellent. Welcome to the Long Live Third Parties podcast. Friends, today we have Charles West. He's running for office in the beautiful state of Virginia. So welcome, Charles. Thanks a whole bunch. It's uh, great to be here. It's an honor that you guys asked me to come up here with you. And uh, I'm super excited. Awesome. That's what we want to hear. So if we could get started by you giving us an introduction to yourself and how you got involved with the Libertarian Party. Um, see, my name is Charles West. I'm 26 years old and, uh, I'm a carpenter from Hampton, Virginia. I've lived in the Hampton Roads area my entire life. And, uh, I've been involved in construction for the better part of six or seven years now. Um, when I got out of high school, I spent a couple years in the armed security field and, uh, that was awesome. It was nice to be able to do good things in my community, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, I fell backwards into the construction industry and, um, it's good to do a lot of work for the, uh, the Navy and the DOD and uh, various places in Norfolk and Chesapeake. And uh, I got inv- uh, involved with the Libertarian Party um, in the wintertime of this past year, uh, right after going and voting in the last presidential election. Um, I've been a big supporter of uh, the candidates that the Libertarians put forward for the presidential races in the past three uh, elections we've had. But it struck me when I was watching the debates that uh, those people will never really get a shot. They'll never really get on the debate unless there is a movement that starts from the ground up. And uh, the time seemed right. So I decided to put my hat in the ring and I started asking around and uh, got involved with my local uh, libertarian affiliate and asked them if they thought I had a good shot. And they said, if you want it, come get it. So I've been working at a fever pitch for the past six months on this uh, on this campaign, and I'm pleased to say I've had a lot of success. Awesome. We'd like to hear that. Good job. So can you tell our audience what office you're running for in Virginia? Um, I'm running for the House of Delegates in Virginia, which is our state's House of Representatives uh, type body. Um. There are 100 delegates in the state House of Delegates and 50 senators in the state Senate. And I'm running for the 91st position in the House of Delegates. That includes the northern part of Hampton and the entirety of the city of Poston. So where's Hampton Roads exactly for those of us who are not from Virginia? Um, We're the 20 minute drive from Norfolk and about 45 minutes from Richmond. Okay. Okay. That gives us a better idea. So what are some campaign issues and causes that you want to implement? Shall you get elected to the office of your house of delegates? Um, there's four big things that I'd like to see happen. And I'll, would like to begin working on immediately if I'm elected. And those include expanding school choice for Virginians. Um, Way too many families, especially in my area, get put into a position where it's, it's increasingly difficult to decide 
where to send your kids to school. And, uh, you know, if you don't want to send them to the public schools because of a lot of uh, waste and stuff occurs in our public school system in our area, um, they put a whole bunch of hurdles in your way so that you can't. And I envision a system where all that money that gets wasted every year that you pay in taxes that the educational system doesn't utilize effectively instead of buying books and paying teachers, they put programs in place to uh, give the administrators bonuses. And that's a problem. And so if, if we inject capitalism into this, make it decide where to send their kids to school, the public schools would be in a position where they would have to improve or lose students. And uh, but good for teachers and students alike. Um, further, every a body camera on their list that I was an armed security guard in 2014, 2015, and I had a camera on my chest. And Virginia State Police still uses budget constraints as an excuse not to keep their accountable. And I'd like to start working to reduce the corruption in our state system. Um, campaign contributions in Virginia are unlimited. For got of that is, though the contributions are unlimited, they are all public. So a cursory look at public access website where all those campaign contributions are listed will show you that your average sitting a politician here in the Commonwealth takes a lot of money from corporate sources, from interest groups, and you have to search for a while to find the first person with the first and last name you can look up that donates to uh, their campaigns. And that's not right because philosophically speaking, I think that once businesses and big corporate interests start to finance and bankroll political campaigns, it's not so much a government for the people anymore because those businesses don't contribute to politicians because they like them personally. Those are calculated business decisions and those shouldn't be a part of the representation of the public. And uh, fourth and finally, I'd like to start finding a way that we can um, reduce some of the waste and the taxes and uh, regulations present in our state system while at the same time working to find a way we could do so without endangering the environment. Because uh, the Chesapeake Bay and its watershed is extremely important for all the people that live here. Okay, I heard that you said you have four main issues for your campaign. One is the issue of school choice. Two is using body cams for the police officers and other law enforcement personnel. Three is to reduce corruption, particularly as it pertains to campaign finance. And four is to reduce taxes while at the same time protecting the environment. Uh, yes, and those are just the four immediate biggies. Each of those have other things that go with them. Like, for example, in the area of police accountability, I think civilian review boards need to not be an exception. They need to be a rule. And those boards need to have subpoena authority and the ability to investigate uh, allegations of uh, civil rights violations. And um, further than that, 
to combat the uh, corruption problem, not just working from a standpoint of campaign finance violations, but there should be term limits in the House of Delegates because public service should be exactly that, a service, not a career. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. So what ballot access issues do you face in Virginia? What's it like getting on the ballot in Virginia for a third party like yourself? Um, Virginia's ballot access rules are extremely strict. Um, the state only recognizes the Democrats and the Republicans. They don't recognize any other third party as a political party. That means that any non Republican or non Democrat organization, be it the liberalists, we have to go through the same ballot access requirements, which is a lot to ask when we're the third largest party there is and more and more people are hearing about our message every day. Um, it is possible to get recognition in that way, but we need to have a governor candidate and governor's candidates have to get 10,000 signatures just to get on the ballot. Um, I myself had to spend five months from the beginning of this year collecting signatures as my main priority ahead of campaigning um, for that same issue uh, because the state feels that instead of the other parties can just write a letter and bang, their candidate is on the ballot. We have to actually prove that people want us to run. And uh, down at the level I'm at, I had to gain 125 signatures, which between me and a small team of people and five months of work, it, it was possible. We made it with a considerable margin. But as you scale up an office, those requirements scale up as well. Like for the very next seat in the state Senate, instead of 125, the requirement is 250. And for statewide offices, such as attorney general and governor, like I said, you have to have 10,000 signatures. But they have a rule where you can't just go to a large city like, say, Richmond and collect 10,000 signatures. You have to go all around the state and collect at least 1,000 from each congressional district in order for, uh, for the state to bless your candidacy. And all that to say this. They impose rules on us that the other parties don't have to go through, and it makes running effective campaigns that much harder. So what books do you recommend for our audience either learning about libertarian philosophy or the libertarian party or anything else? Um, a lot of Ayn Rand's books are uh, informative from a libertarian perspective. And um, from an economic perspective, a lot of libertarians that I associate with have recommended Friedman. Um, and there's one other prominent artist, uh, author, but their name escapes me at this moment, if I think, let you know though. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> so for those of our audience out there listening, if they're in Virginia or maybe they're somewhere else, how can they help your campaign? Um, for your listeners that are in Virginia, we need people. We need enthusiastic people that want to work. Um, we need help 
knocking on doors. We're uh, organizing a plethora of fundraising and community events throughout the summer. And uh, if you live too far away to come pitch in a hand physically, um, it's easy to donate to our campaign and help us get signs, handouts, T-shirts, and stuff of that sort um, by going to my website, west2021.org. And uh, there's a portal in there that's fast, safe, and secure. Um, we could take credit cards. Also, we have a cash app. It's uh, West for Delegate. Um we need people and money and uh, we more urgently need people, but we can definitely use money. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for coming on our podcast today. We're glad that you're able to collect those 125 signatures. So we hope that you do well in this election and the libertarian party of Virginia continues to do great things. Um, yeah, thank you a whole bunch for uh, bringing us on. And uh, I'm one of seven or eight libertarians running in this year's House of Delegates election throughout the Commonwealth and uh, both the state libertarian apparatus, as well as most of the local all in grow mode. So if you live in Virginia and you're interested, go to uh, lpvirginia.org and use their tool to find out if you have an affiliate in your area. If you don't, we'll send you everything you need to start one and find uh, friends in your community that want to be free like we do. Excellent. Excellent. All the best, Charles. Do great in this election and keep fighting the good fight. Will do. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too.